the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in, we'll chat, and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. Welcome in. Rob Black and here. My name is Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Talking about getting you to retirement one day at a time. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. What are some of your biggest financial home runs? People love that kind of story. I like the big financial strikeouts myself. I think this story uh, tells a lot more than you would imagine. You know, the, one of the dumbest things I ever did financially was buy season tickets to the NHL Washington Capitals. And at the time, I totally enjoyed it. And I was totally into it. But it's 41 games. And it's, it was a 45-minute drive, plus parking, plus everything else. And and I remember, like, about three games in, I'm like, I'm in over my head. I still have 38 more to go, and I'm like, I'm bored out of my mind. Like, it's a commitment. And it was it was a lot of money. And then suddenly, like, at one point in time, you're, like, taking a girlfriend, or you're taking your best friend. And they're like, do you want to go on Friday? And they're like, no. And like, okay, let's do option number three. Um, Hey, Mike, uh, you know, my radio producer, do you want to go? And he's like, Sure. And you feel obligated to pay for him because he's not really in the situation of going to games, doesn't really want to go, but he's willing to go. And uh, it just sucks. One of the biggest mistakes I ever made. So, And it's funny because I look at like uh, basketball fans and Raider fans, especially Raider fans more than San Francisco. And I'm just like, you look like you have no money. How are you spending so much money when you look like you have no money? I think we've got a phone call, maybe JP in SF. JP, how are you? Hey, Rob, how's it going? Thanks for taking my call, man. Love the sure. show. You're very, very kind, and um, I wouldn't love this show myself. I'd find it kind of annoying, but uh, what's up? Hey, yeah, so my retired question is... Uh, I heard you once say you should be uh, contributing up to 15% of, of your total take-home for retirement. So in my case, I'm a government worker. 
I'm currently contributing uh, about 11% into the state pension system. <clears throat> and uh, the county there, they offer a 457 deferred comp plan. Sure. So should I be bumping that 6% or to, you know, to get around the 15% total you recommend? Or is that going to be 15% on top of the 11% I already contribute? Um, what do you do for the government? Um, let's just say I'm an adult babysitter. Adult babysitter. Yeah. Okay. Um, in, in, the, ca- in the county jail there. Okay. So you're a correctional? Are you a correctional officer? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I work. Oh man, I would love to pick your brain because I I imagine you've seen a lot of things. But um, and you're going to get a pension from a it, county. It's uh, the Calpers. Okay, perfect. <clears throat> so thanks for the call. Um, you're in a situation where you need to supplement your income. It's a lot like teachers. It's a lot like firefighters. It's a lot like police. And you know, thank you for what you do because we need those adult babysitters per se. And Lord knows I'm not going to do it. Um, <clears throat> but you're going to get a nice pension. And the more you can put aside, the better your choices will be at retirement. And maybe that means you have to sacrifice today to put more aside. Um, you said you're at 11%. There's something called, and let me go backwards for the listeners. There's something called a 401k. It's tied towards corporations that are for profit. Mm-hmm. Uh, KDOW is owned by Salem Broadcasting, and they're a for-profit company. So we have a 401k, but, you know, if I were to date a school teacher, she might be in a 457 type of scenario. Or if I were to date maybe someone who works um, in charity work, it might be a 403b if it's a nonprofit. Um, so 401k, 403b, 457, 457 tend to be tied towards those government workers state workers, federal workers. And um, yeah, I'd contribute everything you can <clears throat> and, and sacrifice the now JP. So it's it'll give you more options when you retire. Maybe you'll say, I get my full pension at 26 years or you have to wait till 31 and you'll say, whoa, I can wait till I'm 31 and, and you know, kind of scale back my hours a little bit and get more money or it's just going to give you more options. So in retirement, I kind of want the, the, the option to have grandchildren. And to have grandchildren, for the record, you have to have children. I think that's kind of part of parcel again that goes with that. But I think grandchildren sounds like a pretty cool job. Children sounds like, oh, my God, you mean I have to feed this kid? Or as my mother, as my mother said, you have to change their diapers. And she's like, I did. I changed your diaper. I did my job. And I'm like. Your job is changing. And she goes, if I didn't change your diaper, your, your wee-wee would have fallen off. I'm like, wait, what did you say? Mom, mom, too much information. Too much information, mom. So I think being a grandparent sounds a lot better than being a parent, right? Right, all right, all right, all right. Um, and I want you to be the best grandparent where, you know. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Where you have. All right, all right, all right. Wouldn't you love to have Matthew McConaughey as your godfather or your grandparent? That would be pretty cool. All right, all right, all right. Dude plays bongos nude. There's nothing wrong with that. He didn't come from Italy. He didn't come bearing a an offer you cannot refuse. Okay, is it me or were the Godfather movies a little overrated? Can we be fair? Can we say a little overrated? A little bit, maybe? 
try to watch the three Godfather movies on a weekend, and I, I challenge you. It's so funny because I work with people that think they're Italian, <laughs> and they talk about being good Italians. And you're not Italian, so that's all I'm gonna say. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to get your calls on the air. Um, so yeah, max out what you can so you have options in retirement and you can retire earlier or later, or you can retire wealthier or poor, or you can decide to leave money to children or not. One of the biggest mistakes people make is they go all out on their first kid. Madeline. Hey, Madeline. Oh, Madeline's walking today. Let's buy Madeline some shoes, some Nikes. And like poor little Madeline doesn't have a concept of what's going on and you're you're strapping $100 shoes on her. It's something that 20-somethings and 30-somethings do. And uh, I was a fifth boy, so I didn't just have hand-me-downs. I had hand-me-downs of hand-me-downs of hand-me-downs. So, you think I ever saw new clothes in my life? Look at me now, and you'll be like, you've never, ever bought new clothes. Um, the people I feel the worst about when I first moved to the Bay Area almost 20 years ago was... Uh, BM, uh, Marin was the BMW capital of the world. Not because Marin had the highest job income in the world. It's because people are taking money out of their house to buy cars. And to me, a car gets from point A to point B. And I like a good truck um, because it's useful and people want to borrow it. And like you can say, sure, you can do whatever you want with my truck. But if you lend them your BMW, you're like, no, 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 you can't. No, there's no no beverages allowed. No, no. Um, I've never gotten people who've overspent on cars. I'd rather overspend on vacations. But you choose. I'd rather have money in retirement. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW on the iHeartRadio app. Black now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. You know the song Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins? Tied towards Top Gun. I'm tying it towards the stock market. I'm stealing it and making it my own. I'm taking it away from Goose and Maverick. Stocks have entered the danger zone. Um, there's some truth to that. You know, we're still looking at Washington. We're looking at bulbous equity valuations, even though earnings have been fantastic. We're still looking at what the heck is North Korea going to do? And how are we going to respond? Little midget dictator has a capability of delivering a nuclear strike to the United States, we think. Whoa. Wouldn't that make him the greatest dictator of all time if he could wipe out L.A.? As far as evil dictators go? 
and all he would ask is one million dollars. So the danger zone's out there, and it's kind of true. We always have it, though. It's called a wall of worry to some. And yet when you look up, you see markets are about to hit Dow 22,000. And you're like, that's a pretty big milestone. And it's really not. It's tied towards capitalism. It's tied towards 30 companies. It's tied towards market weightings. Um, it's just a number. And I bet if you go look at your portfolio, you probably don't have the diamonds in it. You might. A good friend of mine does. I advise him to do that. Uh, during the last major recession, he thanks me for it because he got a steal, in his opinion, and it's done very well, financially speaking. So... Are we going into the danger zone? Do you know Kenny Loggins wasn't the first person to think about recording danger zone? It was Toto and Ario Speedwagon, uh, who the Top Gun producers wanted. A lot of actors were in the running before Tom Cruise got the part of Maverick. Who, you may ask? John Cusack? Nicolas Cage? Patrick Swayze? Or as I call him, Pat Swayze? And Sean Penn? Would have been a different movie, huh? Mr. Han, I'm so stoned, I can't fly the jet. So, during the production of Top Gun, one of the stunt pilots was killed. His plane went in tailspin before crashing the Pacific Ocean. The film is actually dedicated to him, and oddly enough, Goose. His plane goes into a tailspin and dies. Not in the Pacific Ocean. I would guess it was the Atlantic, but... Maybe it was the Pacific. I don't know. Weren't they they kind of made it look like... Florida, but I think it was filmed in San Diego. So who knows? Who knows? Um, the director of Top Gun was fired three different times while filming, and he was hired back three different times. One time he was fired because he made Kelly McGillis look beautiful, while the studio thought she should look whorish. Now let's just look at these five facts real quick about Top Gun. Um, director fired three times and brought back. How many times have you been fired and brought back? Probably never, right? How many times have you been told to make a woman look, quote-unquote, whorish? Um, and you didn't go straight to HR, and you didn't get threatened with lawsuits. Behave yourself. Uh, stunt pilot dies uh, in filming. That could happen to you. That could happen to me. That could happen to anyone. Uh, every day I work in television news, and I see just randomness and car crashes that take people a little bit too early. A lot of different actors could have been playing the part of Maverick, that tells me that, like, hey, you're not the only hot shot out there. There's people wanting your your, your life. My mom so, always said, life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Okay, that's totally fair enough. Uh, Tom Hanks, was he rumored to be Maverick? I don't think so, but we'll go with it. Um... But yeah, 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 yeah. So there's always things to learn, right? And I tie this back again to the danger zone. I know you're saying, that's kind of a loose tie there, Rob. Um, You get stocks like Amazon, who the stock goes higher, the stock goes higher, the stock goes higher. They report earnings, and they're disappointing. Um, But you could say that about a lot of stocks, right? We've gone from not zero to 60, but we've gone up. 10, 15% so far this year, depending on what markets you're in and what sectors you're, you're waiting towards. Um, it should have been a pretty good year. There hasn't been a lot of volatility, and that's typically a bad thing. Volatility is not a bad thing. Volatility is, uh, gets people nervous, gets people anxious, some people buy, some people sell, and it creates more of a market. 
if I'm the only person who has lemonade in all of California, I'm going to set the price basically wherever I want it to. I don't want to get out of bed today. I want to make $50. Lemonade, white glass, $50. I'm going back to bed. Now, if there's 50 people selling lemonade, I may have to lower my prices. So volatility helps set prices. So there's a lot of buzz about oil that's got people nervous right now. There's a lot of buzz over the first Model 3 from Tesla. How is it going to look? How much is it going to cost? Why do you have to pay $1,000 to make paint it a color versus black? Um, you get headlines like Jeff Bezos, the richest man in the world, for just a few hours. Um, and it's all kind of silly, but it's all headlines. It's you know Some people are going to go, that's not good. That guy's worth a lot of money. I wish... If he wants to hire me, I'll give him a back massage all day long. So we start like getting kind of stupid when we start seeing headlines like this. President Trump, uh, he might be a 140-character nightmare for this country. He's a showboat. Um, He's a grandstander. But you'd think he'd be a blessing for Twitter, and not so much. Translating his Twitter addiction into profits hasn't really materialized. And you know what's worse is Twitter's user base actually appears to be slipping. So the economy is something we continue to watch. First week of the uh, every month, you're going to get the jobs report. That's the most important financial report, in my opinion. So there's 168 hours in a work week. That's another piece of data that we look at. Um, how many hours do you work a week? So we're going to look at that when we get the jobs report. You get earnings from companies like uh, Apple. And the stock's been on a run. It's been on a tear. It's been moving up and up, 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 but it's pushing the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ higher and, like, even the Dow Jones Industrial Average. So, long story short, we're not in the danger zone, Goose, but we're flying towards the danger zone. Um, and that's got me thinking, you know? Like when Iceman said, you two really are cowboys. Maverick goes, what's your problem, Kazansky? And Iceman says, you're everyone's problem. That's because every time you go up in there, you're unsafe. I don't like you because you're dangerous. Maverick goes, that's right, Iceman. I'm dangerous. Do you miss that movie? I heard they were making a remake in which at the school, Tom Cruise is going to be the teacher instead of Tom Tom Skerritt. But I don't know these things to be true. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show, Facebook, I Hate Rob Black, Facebook Cron 4 Rob Black. Uh, follow me. Follow me. And uh, there's a ri- seminar coming up. You can always sign up for it by going to robblackshow.com and using the code RADIO25. That's RADIO25. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW on the iHeartRadio app. Back of the class in the back of the bus, sitting out at the dance, so saying no thanks. When they see you around, you look down at the ground, but when they walk away, you wish they'd stay. Never, never mind bleeding heart, bleeding heart. Never, never mind your beating heart. Join 
Join the conversation. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Pending home sales snapped a three-month losing streak with a 1.5% gain in June. Part of our economy, for sure. Corporate America posted profit growth not seen in six years. Um, typically, when there's profit growth, you know, companies look around and say, these are good times. These are good times. Jim, these are good times. I think we should keep the good times going, don't you, Jim? Yes, Jeff, I think we should keep the good times going. Should we hire more people, Jim? Yes, Jeff, we should hire more people because we want to capture that revenue while it's hot. And then a couple quarters down the road, um, hey, Jim, why do we hire all those people? Profit's slipping. Well, what are we going to do about it, Jeff? Well, Jim, I think we should uh, fire people. <laughs> That's the way it goes. But profits right now are good. Great Google and Moogle, they're good. Shares of Snap are sliding today um, as their lockup ends. Company comes pop. Uh, well, boy comes up with idea. Boy goes to his friends and says, "Can I borrow some money? I want to drop out of school." Uh, boy puts business plan in place. Boy gets some success. Um, they need more money to pay back some of the initial investors. They need more money to grow. They want to strike while the iron's hot. Hot. Um. So they borrow money from investors, and then investors say, you know, we want our money back because I want to go to Tahiti on a boat, on a sailboat. It's been my dream to go to Tahiti on a sailboat. I'll, I'll operate the gym. And the investors are like, let's bring the company public. And they do. Now, to get their money back, they issue 100 million shares or some crazy number. And you give that investment bank $20 a share. And that investment bank gives some of those initial investors you know, $20 a share. But what you don't know is that those investors bought some of them at $14 a share, some of them at $10 a share, some of them at $9 a share. The founder of the company may have paid, you know, 22 cents per share. That's the way it works, ladies and gentlemen. Speaking of the way it works, let's bring in CFP, Chad Burton. Mr. Burton, how are you? Joining me now, CFP, Chad Burton. We all know how to accumulate wealth. Well, no, I'm not going to say we all know, but we got the general concept, accumulate wealth. When do you start drawing down on your IRA, your individual retirement account? Well, you have to start drawing on it, on your IRAs, 401ks, um, even not on Roth IRAs unless you inherit one, but at the age of 70 and a half. So what you actually have to do in retirement prior to your asset allocation planning is do your income and tax planning. Okay. So- what happens is you end up with a certain amount of money in taxable accounts that kicks off dividends and interest, and it's going to be a tax issue no matter what you do. Then you have your Social Security and, and or pensions and rental income. So you have to calculate what your taxes are automatically, regardless of whether you take the money or not. Because if you have dividends paid to you on your stock and mutual fund portfolios and your taxable accounts, whether you spend it or not, it's taxable income. So what I like to do is say, okay, how much is my automatic taxable income, and how much more can I take out of my IRAs right away once when I retire in order to stay at the existing tax bracket? 
And in fact, on newfocusfinancial.com, there's a there's kind of a, a short shortened version of the long longer term retirement boot camp that I do that shows people how you allocate things once you've done that tax planning. So what you have to do is change your thinking. A lot of people put off as long as possible taking money out of the IRA, but what you do is say, how much can I take out of this existing bracket? Um, because there's a scenario that I show where you can have well over $100,000 of income and still be at a 15% federal bracket if you do it the right way. So always think about how much can I take out? If you don't need to spend it, convert it to a Roth IRA. Um, so 70 and a half is the forced rule, but you want to pre-plan and control your taxes over the long term. And what you do in terms of your income planning and how much you can pull out of your IRAs goes back into your asset allocation. The thing that I like about this is it's really not up for argument. And a lot of people have come up with their own rules and they make mistakes. Yeah. Uh, you want to be, I think you're leaning towards the word efficient, Tax efficient, tax efficient income planning. It's it's a really a longer term view of your tax planning rather than a shorter term. Some people take the short term view of saying, "What's the least amount of taxes I can pay this year and next year?" Right. Right. And they don't realize that if they do that in the future, they could increase their tax burden drastically instead of trickling the tax burden out over the time over time. Um, so it's it's really important to to do that. And also, you know, it's it goes back into how you should invest during retirement. And that's where certain assets should be held. For example, in retirement, you typically want a lot of your normal, your corporate bonds, things like that in your retirement accounts, kicking off interest, paying you um, right away rather than being deferred. Let's go back in time, though. Let's go back to when you're 20, 30. In your IRAs, do you want Income? Do you want dividend stocks in your IRAs or do when you want them outside? When you're in 2030, what, what you want is growth. Right. You want to be dollar cost averaging into growth areas. So that means large cap, small cap, mid cap in the US, but also probably 25 to 30% overseas with at least half of that exposure in emerging markets. So once you get done max, most people can't afford to max their 401k and, and then invest outside of that. So all of that goes into your 401k. But when you start maxing out all of your retirement options and you have extra money to save in your taxable accounts, that should be more of your longer term kind of broad large cap exposure should be your taxable accounts. And then your small cap, mid cap, international emerging markets, all of that should be held in your retirement accounts because they tend to have more turnover uh, when a foreign stock pays a dividend, it's not a qualified dividend necessarily in the U.S. So again, you, you kind of want that in your retirement accounts. Um, so for younger people, once you are able to save outside your 401k, just you can look at some of the iShare, some of the core iShare ETFs and buy those for free in, in, in your brokerage account. Back to the retired person and taking money out of an IRA mm-hmm. and efficiency doing it. One of the areas that I first learned when I got into the business many years ago was that old people don't like paying taxes. It was a weird statement that someone came up to me and I was like, don't do any transaction. That's going to create a tax uh, liability for someone because old people don't like paying taxes. Yep. What do you think about that statement? Well, it's, it's true. I mean, there's a lot of, um, still a lot of people that live through the tail end of the depression that are alive today and they're very, very wealthy, but they just live off their social security and they literally will not draw on their accounts and increase their lifestyle because of that point, they don't want to pay taxes. So sometimes you have to sit down with them and say, look, you've got all this money in an IRA or an annuity or whatever you bought. And if you take it out over time, you can control your bracket and be under 15%. If you leave it to your children, 
um, and you leave your IRA to your kids, you leave your annuity to your kids, when they inherit it, they're going to pay taxes at their bracket. They're still working. They're making a high wage. So you can talk to them about how you leave money and show them that your kids are going to pay twice as much in taxes as you are. So if you're that person that is in retirement and you have assets that are growing that you're not using, you're lucky enough to have saved enough to have assets that you're just going to leave to your kids, you got to realize how they're going to be taxed because most people want more money to go to their kids and their charity than to Uncle Sam. Smartest financial planner I know, CFP Chad Burton. You can find him online, newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. There's always an event coming up, and whether it's the end of the summer, moving to the holiday season, it's all about trying to get you to become a better investor. If you want to become a better investor, check out one of the seminars coming up and use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. You can find the information at robblackshow.com. Baby boomers, I think, are the biggest sellout generation of our lifetime. I know you're saying, don't knock baby boomers. But weren't they the hippies in the 70s that said, peace, love, make love, not war? Weren't they the ones that, like, COVID America's bad? Like, all I need is to be happy and dance, dance in the circle of love. Now these people have turned to their golden years, and they don't have enough money to retire. Why? Because they sold out. Instead of, you know, living in happy juice, they started buying BMWs. Uh, baby boomers don't have enough money in their defined benefit contribution plans. The average that is out there right now is about 263000 You'll need at least 658000 uh, Boomers have less than half the assets they hope to have in retirement. Americans across the country in all age groups typically are undersaved or drastically are undersaved. But when you're talking about baby boomers, their time is ticking. Generation X, you're at you're at you're on the on deck circle. Millennials, you're still in the dugout and you got time. I tried to dedicate this show to millennials. Um, I also dedicate this to my dog, Maisie, the Wonder Dog, who's in the latter stages of her life as her hips are slipping and her throat is tightening. Um, good dog, good dog. Generation X are those born between 1965 and 1981. They're not doing a lot better than the baby boomers. So they have an average of about 199,000 stashed away, but they're younger than the uh, baby boomers. Um, but they tend to invest too conservatively, 25% in cash, 21% in stocks, 17% in fixed income. You know how much fixed income I have? Not a zip zilch. You know why? Because I'm sexy. I believe that I have time on my side to continue to take care of myself. But again, is that good investment advice? No. It, 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 my risk profile is way higher than yours. So the burger browser, yeah, actually, nice talk mentioned on the show. Um, so if you need anything, call me, 800-516-1220. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. Now I'm smiling from the stage while you were clapping in the nosebleeds. Thunder, lightning and the thunder. Call Rob Black 
Now, 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Let's see if we still have a caller online. Was it Juliet Santa Clara? How are you, Juliet? Hey, Rob Black. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm great. I have a question. Have you heard of a company called Stockpile? And if so, what do you think of that sort of investing? Okay. Um, not publicly traded company. It's a fintech company. Quick question for you. What do you think about it? I'm guessing you're using it or thinking about using it. Well, I, I learned about it a few weeks ago. I did a little research, and I figured, when I did the research, it seemed to be a lot like Bitcoin, where you can buy dollar shares of a variety of stocks versus the entire stock itself, a share. And so I went ahead and spent $500 and got you know shares of different stocks just to see how it turns out. Okay. Do you feel comfortable with it? Was your process of onboarding paperwork, was it all pretty clean? Did you have to give a bank account? Is there anything you feel insecure about? Well, um, they did ask if you wanted to link a bank account, just like Bitcoin, or um, uh-huh. yeah, like Bitcoin, um, but I didn't choose to do that. And you can pay. What I did like about it is you can pay with the credit card. And so I figured I could buy stock, earn points, and get a result if I choose well. And I That's mean, it's the same process as logging or trying to open an account with E-Trade, which I have. Um, but yeah, so I figure I might as well just try it and see what happens. Why do you keep saying they're like Bitcoin? Well, the Bitcoin, you could buy the, the what is it, ETH, Bitcoin, and what was the other one? Netheria? I can't remember. There's okay. three of them. And you can buy, it's the same kind of process. It's easy onboarding. You can buy with a credit card. Or you can link a credit card, uh, a bank account, and you can buy shares of a Bitcoin. One share is what? Today's $4,000, but you could buy dollar shares. You could buy $500 of that $4,000 if you wanted to. Yeah, there's there's all sorts of apps that you can buy partial shares of stocks. Um, probably the most famous one right now, and this could change, is Robinhood. Um, Never heard of that one. Yeah, and founders are like Stanford kind of guys, and you know they're doing free stock trading, uh, which it sounds like this is a stock trading platform for you, all things considered. So I don't really mm-hmm. compare it to Bitcoin. That's why I ask why you did. Bitcoin is a cryptocurrency that, yeah, you can buy partial shares and things like that, but you're, that's cryptocurrency. That's not stocks. But yeah. Stockpile is a, it's a way to transform the financial markets. Um, it's a Palo Alto-based company. It's made it possible to buy gift cards for stock in stores. It also offers ultra-low-cost brokerage services if you want to buy and sell stocks yourself. I think you'll find Robinhood. I, I don't know. I've never used Stockpile. But I find Robinhood to be unbelievably clean and easy. And literally, you could be at lunch and say, I want to buy you know, $200 of Apple. And by the time your check comes, you could say, I want to sell those shares I just paid for lunch. Um, in your head, it sounds easy and sounds great. The idea of using a credit card to buy stocks, I think, me personally, should be illegal. Um, it's a lot like the idea of using a credit card to pay your mortgage. Paying a debt with a debt kind of sounds crazy to me. 
but I'm on I a conservative side. I my mortgage with my credit card, but they wouldn't let me. <laughs> exactly, exactly, because they're trying to protect, in theory, someone's trying to protect you. Um, and I get uh, the idea that you want to maximize points and everything. I would just be a little bit cautious because you're taking a chance, and you're taking a chance on credit, where your credit card, as you well know, probably has a much higher interest rate than you're ever comfortable paying on a regular basis. So if you do continue that down this road, you would only want to buy the exact number of shares that you feel comfortable with paying off every single month. The concept behind stockpile yeah. arose, and thanks for the call, it arose one Christmas when um, one of the founding founders, Avi Lili, had the idea of giving his family stock in their favorite brands. And that's a great idea. You can do that with buyandhold.com. You can do it with Robinhood. Um, just Google how to give kids stock. There's partial shares that you can do. There's plenty of companies that do it. Um, and it used to be you could buy a share of Disney and get, you know, the stock certificate, which you would then frame and put in your kid's room. And it was kind of cool. I don't think they issue stock certificates for Disney anymore because too many people were doing it. And stock certificates are beautiful pieces of art when they're done correctly. Um, but the founder gave up on the idea because the process of buying family stock was basically too much to open a brokerage account, get their social security, fund the account with more than $1,000, and then the high cost of commissions at that point in time was problematic. Stockpile enables users to give the stock as a gift using both cards bought in stores or digital cards bought online. The platform also basically allows investors to buy and sell stocks for themselves. Their gift cards are from stores that may have you know a particular stock and dollar value tied towards them. Um, like you can get $25 of gift cards for Facebook. Um, cards allow the recipient to choose the companies they want to invest in that are available. Um, the company makes money by charging a fee of basically 3% of the card's face value. So to me, if you're looking to buy stocks, the cleanest way to do it, the cheapest way to do it is Robinhood, the app. There's other ones out there. There's tons of them out there, and many of them are quite good. So I would Google best online or best apps for buying stocks because that list will change every year. Um, the caution on it is companies like Robinhood, they don't make money on the trades. So how do they make money? They make money by holding your cash and not paying you much interest. They make money by trying to charge you margin. They make money by trying to sell you push credit cards and things like that. So know that there's a catch when it sounds too good to be true. There's a catch. I'm Rob Black talking all things investing, money investing, uh, economy, and more. You can find me every day from 7 to 9, Monday through Friday, and on two, Mondays and Thursdays from 6 to 7 where I talk specific stock ideas and the market. I'm Rob Black. Got a seminar coming up. Always use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Learn more about the seminar in San Rafael at robblackshow.com. Hi, this is Rob Black from Rob Black and Your Money. Retirement planning is more complicated than ever, and it can be hard to even know where to begin. But focusing on a few essential issues can help increase your income in retirement and your chances of enjoying a secure future. Join us for Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning Seminar Thursday evening, November 16th from 630 to 830 at the Toll House Hotel in Los Gatos. Registration is $25. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Sign up at robblackshow.com. CFP Chad Burton is going to discuss transitioning your portfolio from accumulation phase to the income phase. 
passive versus active portfolio management, choosing the right accounts to draw from first, minimizing your retirement income, taxes, social security strategies, good and bad retirement products, and much, much more. In addition, I will discuss the market outlook, and attorney Michelle Lerman will explain how to update your estate plan to reflect the latest laws. It's Thursday, November 16th, 6.30 to 8.30 at the Toll House Hotel in Los Gatos. Registration is $25. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Sign up at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. And use the code RADIO25 to get in free. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.